when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Cheese and pickle. All of television history is contained in the box of delights. Hello, I'm Julia Rayside. Each episode, my guest chooses a favourite TV memory to talk about. Joining me today is John Dryden Taylor. He's a writer and actor who you may have seen on stage at his many performances at the National Theatre, or you will have seen and heard his gags written for Mitchell and Webb TV and radio series. Thanks for coming! Hello! Hiya! Now, what would you like to talk about today? What would I like to talk about today? Is it the theme tune to Treasure Hunt? It's the theme tune to Treasure Hunt! (laughs) When I was thinking about, I wanted to talk about something from childhood. Yeah. And my problem with TV memories in childhood is none of the usual suspects really apply. I've never been particularly into science fiction, so I wasn't a Doctor Who fan. I didn't hate it. I sometimes watched it, but it wasn't really my thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about what did what did I watch? I watched Saturday Superstore and Number Seventy Three, but not but just because they were on, not yeah. because they were you know my jam. You weren't obsessed with anything. Yeah, really. and th- there was nothing really that was sort of appointment TV for me when I was a kid. And then I thought, yes, there was. There was oh, Treasure Hunt, oh. and this is the period before I discovered watching comedy because from the age of about thirteen, fourteen onwards, Victoria would have seen on TV French and Saunders, Brian Laurie, the comic strip, all these things that were huge formative influences on me. Sure. But before I really got into comedy, the one thing that I would never miss was Treasure Hunt, and a lot of it is to do with the theme tune. <laughs> so what, I mean, it's apart so from, exciting. I know, I don't think I even need to ask this, but what is it you love about the theme tune? Um, it is, I mean, it takes drama and piles drama on top of it. Also, it's so it's very, very 80s. It's a synth pretending to be an orchestra. So for those of you who never saw it or don't remember, the, the sort of opening motif of, of the Treasure Hunt music. Like I only, I only meant to do the first bit, but then you, you've got to do the bum, you bum, bums to. and then the bass. You and know, also, you omitted the helicopter the blades whirling around at the beginning. It starts with helicopter blades, then the music kicks And in. it's got the most tension-inducing, ridiculously clunky key change in it yes, as well. Yes. It goes into the dominant. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we're in an exciting key. John's also a singer. <laughs> but, it's, but it's true, it does. It, it, it entirely G's you up ready for what is essentially watching someone, a lady flying around in a helicopter. <laughs> and it's, but it's, it is quite exciting. It's and she's very drama. excited. It is music that says we're on a clock as well. Yeah. It says, come on, every, you know, come on <laughs> get a move on. Oh, God, I wish I'd asked you to write words to it. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I don't think, come on, get a move on. Annika Rice is necessarily the most yeah, no, sometime-esque of the, the Ivan Novello Awards are yours. That was brilliant. <laughs> but yes, it was a, it was a brilliant programme. I don't think there was anything 
like this on TV at the time. It was sort of like doing the crossword while being in a helicopter, while the clock was ticking. And it was actually a launch show. It was 82 that started, wasn't it? So it's the beginning of Channel 4. It must have been yeah. one of their first. But it changed a lot. A yeah. Lot. So in the... Um in the first series, you had a stern lady come in and hand over all five clues at once. Oh, at no tension weird. in that. It's no like Noel that. saying, open all the boxes. You've got a penny. Join us next week. <laughs> um, and then in the second series, there was a different stern lady oh. who gave the clues one by one, but still was a bit stern. And then Wincy. <laughs> and then there was Wincy. That's when it who took flight. in the third series. Yeah, and she was the TVAM weather girl. She was TVAM weather girl, and it was her job to plot uh, Annika Rice or Annabelle Croft's progress on a... That's right. ..very, very basic map with a sort yes. of toy helicopter on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then say whether Like she it was, was the war, but with helicopters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she needed those pushy stick things. Yeah, 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 she did. Um, and say whether whether they were on schedule or not. And I've, I've done a bit of research before coming in, because obviously I just, I just consumed it as a kid. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they timed out all the different episodes to, to make it tight. Oh. So... Um, you know, they would they would say right it will give you this amount of time to fly from here to here to here to here and with a certain amount of margin for error you should be getting the last clue with about a minute to go yes. so what felt like accidental tension happening every week was was completely planned but it was amazing it had to be because they had to coordinate it with channel 4 ad breaks as well so yeah. they, the, the clip i watched because obviously you sent me a clip of the theme tune just so i could if you did that as a bed for the rest of this episode but also then obviously you get down a rabbit hole of treasure hunt clips on youtube and there was one where, literally, they got the clue. She looked in a Scotsman sporran, found the clue. He was playing the bagpipes at the time. It was quite dicey. And then they said, and now to an ad break. It's like, wow, that's that's incredible. They can't choose when to have an ad break, surely. Clearly, it's just they've they've timed it perfectly. Yeah. And that means Annika is working overtime with, like, the other voice in her ear saying, now, now. Well, no, course, no, not now. <laughs> if we're talking about voices in ears, then we have to get on to Kenneth Kendall. Because, oh, yeah. Um, the big controversy that still swirls around Trejan <laughs> is did he know? Did he know? Did he know the answers? I bet he because did. Because you know, when people were struggling, he'd sort of... And no internet, of course. People couldn't Google all they these literally had, like, very tourist, esoteric clues. They were like tourist maps on a bookcase next and to them. And encyclopedias. Yeah, and, and like the sort of the map, and then that was it, and, really. And you know, Kenneth Kendall would sort of say in the middle of an episode... I've just remembered that there's actually a rare sparrow that's indigenous to this area. And then put his hand on the exact book. And you'd think, hang on, Ken. I mean, it was bollocks, wasn't it? But that didn't matter. It was exciting bollocks. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think he, he, he did have an earpiece, but he, he always maintained to, to his death that he, he, he didn't know what was going on. What struck I me... I love that, to his death, like with his last breath. He was like, I didn't... I'm innocent. <laughs> um... But it struck me, thinking about it again, compared to a lot of the programmes that we watch today, how completely uninteractive it was. Yeah. You, the viewer, have no effect on this programme nope. at all. You there can are, play along at home if you want, but, like, literally... But you'll, ne you'll never get it. They won't know. You'll <laughs> no. never get it, because, you know, it is... There is a local sparrow indigenous in yeah. this area. Yeah, yeah. You, you, it's not like... It's not like Only Connect where you, you know, you get three questions right in an episode and you award yourself a degree. Yes. Um, it's not feasible to work this stuff out. Not at all. Um, but that doesn't seem to prevent you engaging with it, though, does it? It's still, normally, that kind of thing could be quite frustrating. If it's mm. something you just have no possibility of guessing, you kind of just be, lose interest. But I think the general feel of the, what you're watching and the music and the uh, Annika being wildly enthusiastic. Yeah. And I'm not entirely it. joking about that sort of on-the-clock element of the theme tune because, you know, there was always... Um, a countdown in the corner of the screen and you know it is you can't help even though it's very low stakes you're just going to get a 
glass bowl or something. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I don't think it wasn't about the winning, was it? Um, When you're seeing somebody running through Chessington World of Adventures (laughs) and a clock says nine, eight, seven, and you can hear panting going, I'm nearly there, I'm nearly there, I'm looking for the... And, uh, I mean, was it was it the beginning of the TV arbitrary deadline that's in everything now, where you've only got like a week to X, Y, and Z, the whatever? It's like it's uh, all of TV uses that now. You could not have made me happier. Uh, arbitrary deadline. I, I wrote a joke about arbitrary deadline. I think probably that that's where I got it from, John. False Jeopardy production. Yeah. Um, I think I still under, have mute. Sorry. The, <laughs> under the rules of the show, he'll need to find an arbitrary deadline. <laughs> um, that is where I got it from. <laughs> right. Oh, damn it. You're right here. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I suppose it is. But, I mean, it was very sui generis. There was nothing really like it before. There's nothing really been like it since. The the, the same creator, it's a French format, and the same creator created Fort Boyard, the Leslie Grantham Melinda Messenger hit. Do you know I loved that show? (laughs) You were surprised you did. I don't think I ever watched it. (laughs) It was great. Leslie Grantham and Messenger. They were in a fort in the middle of the sea. uh, That was it. In the Channel Islands? (laughs) Yeah, somewhere near Jersey. Do you know the first episode of Treasure Island was supposed to be in Luxor? What, Treasure Hunt? Treasure Hunt, sorry. (laughs) It was supposed to be in Luxor, but they ran into problems with the Egyptian authorities, so it was in Greenwich instead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's much better flying around this country. Yeah, it's, like, it's like hovering over a lovely jigsaw of, of the British Isles. And the, yeah, the episode I watched, they were in Skye and, and, and the Highlands of Scotland. It was delightful. And they, it's much, it was really interesting researching it, actually. They had to make the trails south to north as much as possible so yeah. the sun would be behind them. Oh, really? For the, um, just for the shooting and the just, light and just, stuff? Just for the shooting. <gasps> You've really researched this. My favourite thing about it, uh, and I remember a couple of episodes like this, um, obviously, there's no retakes. Uh, there's no do-overs. So no, no. If the contestants are supposed to be sending Annika Rice from Portsmouth to the Isle of Wight and they say head towards Birmingham and she flies north for 20 Ooh. minutes, then the episode is definitely screwed. Yeah, they're jibbed. They can't do anything. Um, yeah, yeah. But only the contestants don't know that. <laughs> so everyone else has to keep going through the motions and Wincy has to say, you're nine years behind schedule. Um, <laughs> but you still have to watch them. There are a couple where they go badly wrong and they're, they're sort of... It, it's getting to... Like, there's a minute left on the yeah, clock they're and they're on the third not. clue. And Annika's yes. still running through Chessington World you of Adventures. You cannot lose that sense of urgency. It's, it's everything to that show. Yeah. But also, she is, I think she's such a big part of it. I know it was Anna Belcroft after that and she did a pretty good job too but her ridiculous irrepressible enthusiasm yeah. and like she's so delighted to meet everyone when she lands in the middle of the Highland Games to try and find which Sporran the clue's in she's so excited and she's yelling hello and she's always yelling over helicopter blades so she's so impossibly loud that her she can't ever hear the studio over the sound of her own hello <laughs> and it's so frustrating and brilliant just to watch her kind of going what what and then the studio going ah and their smiles are getting tighter and tighter. <laughs> Annie! <laughs> it, it's saying fly due west. Yes, we're just in the air now! <laughs> it's, it, it is very two Ronnies answering, the last, answering the last question. Oh, fond memories. Really I loved, I loved fond looking ones. back over it again. Thank you for bringing that. And I'm going to now put the, uh, the Treasure Hunt theme tune on my playlist that I'm listening to at the moment when I go for my power walks in the morning. Before you go, you know the drill. You've got to dip into the box of delights and pull out one of my quick-fire questions. Exciting. I love the branding of these things. I want several for my home. Here we go. I'm just looking at the front again. It looks like a lovely cake. Come on now. What is the When Louis Met you'd like to see? Ah, oh, yes, now. Ooh. I mean, he's done a lot of the ones I would have wanted to see, like Anne Widdicombe, Jimmy Savile, 
but who who's left? So the criteria for his shows are someone who's unknowable. Think, yeah, people you think you know about, but you can't quite get under. I'd like Louis Theroux to follow around John Ronson and vice versa. Oh, that could be like a, I don't know, the, the, one thing chasing just, another's tail. Like, it gets a bit fractal, but yeah, um, that's um, actually quite good though. Yeah, just how would uh, they react to being Louis themselves? Well, both of them doing that sort of slightly <laughs> wide-eyed. I'm just going to ask you a question <laughs> that I know what the answer is and, and just constantly out-innocenting each other. Yes, yes, yes. The faux, the faux innocence of a very, very clever man trying to out with another one. No, it would be, it would be interesting to see. When Louis met see. John, met Louis. <laughs> just keep going, met Louis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a good one. Good answer. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening. You can find links to the YouTube clips from today's episode on our Twitter feed at Box Delights Pod. Come and say hello. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.